hello hello and welcome back to starting small today i have a special guest actually my very first guest um, <laughs> who is also my friend her name is mallory smolin and she's a senior at lee and she's studying discipleship ministry is that right yes yeah. that's right <laughs> okay i should know that um but mallory and i let's see where did we meet we had a class together at some point in time yeah. uh, this is really embarrassing but i did not go to that class no. a lot. I'm really sorry, Mother, if you're listening to this. Um, but obviously, she was way too cool for me, so I just never talked to her. I think the opposite is true. No, but. no. If you ever meet Mallory, you'll know what I'm talking about. But I think it's taken us a whole four years to actually sit down and get to know each other. But man, Mallory is, I think, just one of those people that you meet and you see her and you're like where have you been all of my life and why am i just now meeting you but as i've gotten to really know her over the last couple of months i have learned just so much about what it means to um, be consistent even when things get hard like when every part of life seems to surround you and just seems to cave in on you but the very cool thing is that she keeps showing up every single time and that's really been incredible for me to watch and I've learned so much from that but apart from that there's so much to learn from her in general but today she's going to talk to the talk to us about this idea about what it means to live in wholeness versus what it means to live in fragmentation so welcome Mallory thank you Sarah will you just start <laughs> off by telling us a little bit about yourself and just tell us how or what started this thought process of living in wholeness for you yeah, well, thanks for having me as your first guest. I feel very honored. Um, so like Sarah said, I'm a senior discipleship ministries major. Um, I really love children and hanging out with them and seeing them build a relationship with Christ. Um, also, fun fact, I'm pretty obsessed with having dance parties with my roommates. So if you ever drive by our apartment and hear loud music, it's probably just decompressing from a long day with a dance party. So. Um, but yeah, um, before I came to college, I never really um, thought about the idea of living whole, but um, if you're around Lee for very long, um, you'll know it's kind of a buzzword here. Um, and so when I would hear this idea of living in wholeness, um, I would be like, oh yeah, I never fragment in any area of my life, and I'm the same person wherever I go, but I think in a lot of ways, um, I was more so equating the idea of wholeness with um, a reflection of perfection and um, in some yeah. ways it was sort of easy for me to maintain that on the outside of um, never appearing like things were wrong and like always mm -hmm. having everything together but um, towards the at the end of my freshman year after I headed back home um, there was a couple of pretty hard things that happened within my family um, just a couple of weeks apart and then I immediately jumped into working at a summer camp um, where I would sleep about six hours a night on a good night um, and so <laughs> when I came back to Lee um, I was still looking pretty good on the outside but um, on the inside I was just exhausted in, in every way mentally physically emotionally spiritually and so um, I think back to this moment when I was um, on a retreat with a team that I've served with for the past three years and one of our um, organization sponsors did a devotion on the story that we find in the Gospels about the woman with the issue of blood um, mm -hmm. and how she 
had to come in front of the crowd and touch mm-hmm. Jesus, and then then she was healed. And so I wrote down this phrase, sentence, um, the brokenness that she brought before God and others is ultimately what made her whole. Mm-hmm. And more so than like letting that seep in, I think it was just something cute to write in my journal, <laughs> you know, like you go to church and you just write down the cute little sayings. Um, <laughs> But um, throughout that sort of next season of my life, I really saw God use that idea of bringing what feels broken in my life um, before him and before my community um, to really help integrate and to make me whole in ways that I've never experienced. And I think walking towards wholeness in a way, like it acknowledges the good and the bad and um just really shows us what it looks like to to be one one being one whole being so for sure thanks for sharing that what would you or like how would you define um wholeness or fragmentation maybe for people who haven't been in the lee environment and aren't very familiar with what that word means yeah so obviously i'm not like an actual expert on anything nor am i just a a real dictionary so i don't have super (laughs) concrete definitions but um i think when i think about the idea of fragmentation i think in a lot of ways it sort of describes itself um i think it's times when we choose to ignore parts of who we are um, maybe the emotions that we're feeling um, our past experiences and how those may be impacting our current ones or honestly even hopes for the future that we have um, that we don't choose to engage with um, others in and obviously I don't I'm not saying that this means you know we're gonna share everything with everyone because yeah. um, I don't think that's healthy but yeah. I do think on a personal level um, even being able to self-reflect in situations where we're not going to share everything but be able to acknowledge that this is how I'm feeling about the situation or this is how something from my childhood is affecting me in this moment or yeah yeah, and I think in those moments we're not fully present with people and that's something big I've learned Mm. um, when I'm fragmenting but I think on the flip side, when I think about living in wholeness, um, there's a large element of just me choosing to accept where I'm at in the good mm-hmm. and bad um, in a way that helps propel me forward and in healthy ways. Um, mm-hmm. So where I work at Lee, there are a couple of really heavy event weeks each year. And mm-hmm. there have been times when I've woken up on one of those um, stressful event weeks <laughs> in the morning. and feel overwhelmed or anxious about things that may not even relate to our job um, or work and um, being able to tell my team that as we start off the days has been really freeing and and not in a way that um, takes responsibility off of me or um, Mm -hmm. says I'm too weak to do this or I can't work but I think in a way it helps them cultivate a deeper sense of empathy because we're, we're willing to admit where we're at and that we need the help of others um, to make us whole, so. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love just the idea of how you, like previously talked about, that wholeness isn't necessarily like, it's not perfectionism, but mm-hmm. almost in a way quite the opposite of yeah. perfectionism. It's like bringing this piece of vulnerability with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I Absolutely. I really love that. What are like, how do you practically like learn or how have you practically like learned to live an integrated life versus living a fragmented or a compartmentalized life like what are practical things that people can do 
Yeah, I think um, I think in in some ways we are able to sort of train our brains to live integrated, and I think there's some like really practical things, whether that's um, showing what we're learning in one space in another environment, or yeah. um, being willing to tell someone that we're hanging out with, like, hey, in this moment, I'm really feeling this emotion right now. Mm -hmm. Um, This isn't going to direct uh, my next step, but it it can serve as a guide to show where I'm at in the moment. And I think um, in, in times when I've avoided being like this idea of wholeness and integration like it's caught up to me in really unhealthy ways um in ways that just leave me really exhausted Mm -hmm. and feel like i'm just trying to manage so many things at once but um in a way the idea of like bringing ourselves together really sort of helps with the idea that i don't have to have it all together Mm -hmm. um and i can share with people um things that are going on in my life and Mm -hmm. i can um, you know, bring bring who I am um, into other areas of my life, whether that's in a class or in my yeah. job. Um, yeah. Yeah, I love that. I think, like, Mallory and I were just having a conversation before this. We were just talking about how it's so cool that people want our whole selves. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot yeah. of times we just think that, oh, this person just, like, my professor just wants the academic side of me or, like, my workplace just wants like the work side of me like what Mm -hmm. i can bring to the workplace it's like no people want to celebrate absolutely um, all of who you are and so i think sometimes i don't know especially for me it's really easy to forget that because i'm like okay this is a sarah that i am at work this is Mm -hmm. a sarah that i am at home yeah this is a sarah that i am in class and things like that but i love that you said that so just to like wrap things up um, i guess the last question i have is why is it important or even healthy to live a whole or integrated life like why can't i or why shouldn't i like be a different person in different spaces like why is that not healthy yeah i think on like a personal side of things like in a lot of ways the ideas of integration have really changed my life because i think um, it allowed me to embrace who I was um, in a more holistic way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it also sort of helps us to be more present with people because I'm not more focused on the people-pleasing perfectionism side because yeah. I can be who I am um, mm-hmm. with them. And, and I think, too, the idea that God created us to be whole beings. Mm-hmm. Um, it, wasn't, it wasn't like he said, this is the academic side of Mallory. This is the version she is with her roommates or... Yeah. This is who I am with my coworkers, but as one whole person, and, and I really think that there is a lot of freedom that can be found in, in learning how to intertwine those parts. And mm-hmm. like I mentioned earlier, like it's really cool to hear um, classmates be able to um, call out things that they've learned in other spaces in yeah. our class, or when I talk with friends and then they're able to sort of bring up things they're learning in other areas of their lives, I think, Um, when we're able to do that, we really are stepping in more to the abundant life that God has called us to, um, because we get to, we get to learn things in, in ways that we've never thought of before. And when I think about the importance of this idea, I'm sort of drawn back to this time about a, a year ago when I was sitting in a meeting with about 15 other people who I really respect and have often had to sort of fight this feeling of um, just being there to seek their approval or, mm-hmm. um, you know, trying to be perfect. But For sure. in the middle of one of 
these meetings, I had just gotten really overwhelmed because of a lot of compounding things that had happened that week. And I needed to step out and one of my mentors followed me and we talked for a while. Um, and I decided that I wasn't gonna go back into the meeting, but went home instead. Um, and the next day I was with um, someone who was in that meeting and just sort of debriefing that and, and sort of like what you were talking about earlier, um, he thanked me for bringing my whole self to the table. And, and I think it caught me off guard because in a lot of ways I wasn't living up to the expectations that I had for myself or that I thought they had of me. But um, I think creating the space for me to bring um, my broken self to others in a way that they're able to embrace um, really shows us this sort of unconditional love that um, I think that the Lord calls us to and calls us to live in. And so as we're pursuing this idea of wholeness, I think um, we can learn that we're able to create these spaces for others to let us know how they're feeling and let us know um, how they're doing while at the same time um, doing the same with them. And, and I think too, it's not that living in wholeness is just like bringing your broken self to people, but I yes. think it, it's also bringing the joy and celebration and right. and it makes those joyous moments so much greater because yeah. you've been with people in these sort of valleys. So when they're on the mountaintops, mm. it's like so much greater. And so, mm. yeah, I think that's that's why it feels important to me and, and why it's, it's something that I really think um, we should be talking about because it really can change our lives and yeah. help impact the kingdom of God in, in ways that I believe the Lord has called us to. So, yes. yeah. Amen. Somebody bring her a pulpit. She is preaching. But thank you so much just for sharing that. I mean, just like even in this, that moment of you just sharing that story just shows how you've brought your whole self. Um, just the honesty that you bring to the table changes things. But thank you so much, um, Allery, for sharing you. all of your wisdom with us. And thank you so much for everyone that's listening. I hope um, each of you know that your whole self is worth celebrating. And I hope you create spaces this week for people to bring their whole self. Thanks for listening.